Hey, good evening. It is New Year's Day. Again, January 1st, 2020. How's that U2 song go? All is quiet on New Year's Day. Something, something is underway. And I want to be with you, be with you night and day. Oh, New Year's Day. Yeah, it was quiet, man. what I do today? I took my dog Momi out there for a nice uh, hike. About an hour. Went out there. There's not a friggin' soul to be found out there. <clears throat> Aside from the trees and the, the animals and creatures and stuff like that. Took some nice photos. Sent Momi out there on a nice swim. Gave her a treat. Got home. I grabbed my gear, threw it in the truck, and headed down to the office because tomorrow I will be back in the office. Yes, we're about to resume normalcy, normal life, you know, with all the celebration, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year. Um, we're finally here. We've been firmly deposited on the far side of all those good times and all that reflection and... traditional holiday song and food and drink and time off, sleeping in, what have you, man. Listen, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it all. But it definitely feels good to be productive, to be producing something, to be have some sort of schedule that you can live according to, you know, just give me my weekends, I'm happy just with a nice Friday night, Saturday night, dinner with my, my family, go out to eat, chill out, get some things done around the house, I'm cool with that, I don't need day after day, you know, entire weeks off and all that shit, it's crazy, anyway, here we are. Heading home now. Just about dusk. 5.15 at night. It's cold out. 34 degrees. <clears throat> anyway. So we, tomorrow afternoon, or tomorrow morning, my wife and children are going to be returning to school. And they've been preparing for that for most of the day. And I have as well for my own type of school and work. Tomorrow afternoon, I will I will head into the office for the PM, busy PM, and then Friday, and then we're on the weekend again. So there's always something going on, always something to look forward to, and the next holiday, the next occasion, whatever. But bottom line is, man, holidays are over. It's winter. Winter's gonna fly by. These months are gonna fly by, and we'll be back at it with our schedules and then we'll be too friggin' busy and bewildered and we'll be looking for some time off, right? So that's just the way the cookie crumbles. I've talked about this quite a bit, I know, on these podcasts, but it's a very interesting. This is interesting too. Uh, I posted something yesterday on Facebook. I take it majority of you listeners are also my Facebook pal. 
So it was a study. It was a discovery. There's this insect that possesses these gear-like parts. Maybe it's to its wings or its feet or whatever the fuck. It looks like a gear. These little cogs, little, you know, um, components of a gear, if you can imagine, your settings uh, application on your phone or your computer. It looks like a gear. So this insect has freaking gears like that, where in part, it these little teeth fit into the other side of the gear, and it facilitates movement. Now this is something that uh, I'm assuming that man devised, created soon after we've discovered the wheel. Which, you know, is a, quite an accomplishment, but it can't have been too hard. You know, you take a friggin' tree, and you see the tree falls down, and it can roll on the ground, or uh, take a stone, and uh, you smooth edges, you can turn it, you can maybe use it like a mortar and pestle, or whatever the application, I don't know, uh, do I look like a hunter and gatherer, but uh, I imagine it's some sort of extension of the wheel turned into the the, uh, the gear, and we use that for mechanical advantage, and it's pretty damn cool, so, I posted it online, and I was just thinking, anatomy and physiology, how cool is this? And it said in the article that this is the only known gear-like structure that has been found in the natural world, uh, at least around an animal. I suppose we can say things like different joints of ours, like our hinge joints. For instance, our our elbow or our um, temporomandibular joint; these might be seen, uh, you know, considered as a as a type of uh, gear. Anyway, mechanical advantage, fulcrum lever, all that shit. So, a friend of mine that I have not seen in quite some time, family moved down to Florida. Wonderful people. Uh, they're major. Um, Bible bangers, and I've always loved them and respected them, their views, although I don't agree. Uh, they were great folks. They were always trying to stimulate conversation about the Lord and about, you know, the sciences. They were the other side of the argument. Now, I've never been really, I'm a, like an agnostic. In other words, I'm not, you know, remains to be seen. Was there a creative force? I think we can definitively say yes. Now, was it a old man in robes who sacrificed his son who was basically sent down here and tortured and killed so that we could be cleansed of our sins? I think that that sounds like a bullshit story if I've ever heard one and I've heard a lot of bullshit stories in my day. It's just something that, you know, took Again, there, there could be a Jesus. There could be, there could have been some incredible events, uh, floods. Sure, if you live in Mesopotamia, uh, but I feel like whether we're looking up at the stars and concocting 
stories about the constellations and saying that one looks like a turtle and that one looks like a, a guy with a sword and that looks like a bear and look that looks like a, a, a ladle. Shit like that. Like we make these stories. They're man-made. We devise them. It's our point of view. And that's always been my my take. This guy once told me that <clears throat> this is how he could uh, explain the strata, for instance, on the inside of the uh, Grand Canyon. He said all those layers are kind of like, if you think about it, you can the Great Flood. You can take uh, a uh, fish tank and put stones, pebbles, sand, mud, water in there, and you shake it all up, and then you let it all rest. What's going to happen? Stones are going to immediately go to the bottom, then the sand, then the mud, and the water's up top. So this is how we were created, something like that. The Great Flood, all these things, you know, that's, that's how we can make sense of things. It seems like a stretch to me. Very, um, when compared side by side with time and pressure and deposition and fossil fuels that we know essentially how they were created by organic material placed under the various layers under pressure. Geology, you know, people that study things and dig them up and look at them and try to make sense of me, maybe he said that was all bullshit, and, uh, you know, uh, paleontology, and dinosaur bones, all that stuff, they find fragments of what they can determine as a bone, or something like that, tiny little fragments, and then they piece them together, and they cobble it all together, and they make something that they want to make, in other words, they beg the question about what they have found, and I'm sure that that's happened, but, you know, when you have no perspective on being a scientist, it's easy to say shit like that. So this guy says, well, just simple, simple short message on this insect gear finding. He says, well, perfectly designed by God. And I'm saying, well, you know, it makes me think, like, first of all, I responded in kind very respectfully, and I love this guy. But I knew that he was trying. This was a statement made based upon our previous encounters and discussions about uh, what we believe and we've never seen eye to eye about these these different uh, versions that's fine I, I, would, I, I can have a respectful disagreement I think the man is actually a, a pastor or runs a church something like that that's what he wanted to do with his life and that's wonderful for him I'm happy for him um, I said, hey man, well, you know, if this is a perfect design, a gear, then wouldn't you expect to see more of this in the natural world, in the wild? You know, they have different strategies for creating mechanical advantage. And there's a lot of things, you know, you think about a bird's wings flapping and bone and muscular attachments and the design of a, a woodpecker's beak and 
you know, uh, porcupines, quills, and uh, the hindquarters of a deer, you know, what makes a, a bird fly, and a, uh, what's the function of an elephant trunk, you know what I mean, like, how about a leaf, you know, the design of branches reaching up into the sky where they can capture, uh, the leaves can complete photosynthesis. The water molecule, the baculum, the penis bone that we no longer have, or some primates have tails and we don't have them, but we got a coccyx, and it's fucking, you know what, there's a lot that I don't know, but there's a lot, quite a bit that I do understand, appreciate, and when somebody's telling you, when you have this foundation of knowledge, uh, basically it says, well, we don't know about the creative force, maybe we call it the Big Bang, and it was some sort of condensation of um, matter and energy, and we look up at the stars, and we can, with our high-powered telescopes, we can see supernovas and stars, the light from them coming from light years away, and um, we can see the signatures of of interstellar life in our in our friggin uh, universe man and maybe it's a multiverse and maybe there's a lot we don't know maybe there's some guy up there who's grandfatherly with a big fucking beard and he's you know writing all these rules for us to live by because he's really interested in these in this crazy place called earth that is one among a great many uh, planets in proximity to an energy source that is a star and we see other planets and we explore them and we try to understand them and sometimes we're right and then sometimes we have uh, we're incorrect and we need to go back to the drawing board or try to look a little bit closer but I love the scientific process you know I think it's a very practical method to study things and come to theories and conclusions and at least it's the best we have, right? This guy wants to say that that was perfectly designed this insect gear and somehow make it well I'm I'm thinking is it because human beings we think that we're always at the center of everything, right? We're at the center of creating things. Uh, we are a creation, and made by God, like the gods up there saying, well, I'm going to give this little insect a, a gear. And, you know, human beings want to make sure that they find their way to make a gear. They're probably going to figure out this design, too. It's a good way to do things. There's a lot of secrets out there in the natural world that things we haven't even discovered, organisms that we don't even appreciate. They're so small or living so remotely, or just don't want to be understood by us. Sure, we stumbled upon most of it. And maybe, many, in many ways, perhaps, that is a, a disappointment to those who used to, you know, life was simple. You wake up, you wake up in the, with the rising sun, you go out there and you friggin' till your ground and you plant your crops and you harvest your crops and you start a family and, you know, it, 
not too long ago, things were so simple, we hadn't had a lot figured out. But we figured out an awful lot in a very short period of time. Now, lest we not get uh, too cocky about it, I don't think we should become, you know, I think we need to have some humility about the why are we here questions and so on and so forth, but let's be real honest, man, we've really, we've, we've figured out quite a bit. We've discovered some things, we've discovered, we've discerned that a lot of the stuff that we thought was this way was not, and some people are so romantic about, you know, reflecting about their past and about the, the old way, you know, back in the old times, times were simpler. No, those are just the old times. Those are just the way it was. And, you know, there weren't bad times necessarily. I mean, there was a good time to be alive. America, you know, the Western world, we've had it pretty decent for a while. Made quite a bit of progress. We've also fucked up a lot of things, but Anyway, so that was an exchange that I had, and we didn't go back and forth about it. I've learned my lessons arguing on Facebook a long time ago. I don't do that shit on social media, but I know where this guy's coming from, or I, I know that where he was going, anyway, with his feelings, his assertions about this gear, this structure. And it just turned me off once again because the audacity for human beings to assume that because an insect has a gear, well, you know, some sort of similar human struct, like a structure that's, that's familiar to human beings, that God must have, oh, just God did that. There's a lot of things to wonder about out there in this world, but What happens when we we go from wonder? I think some people would rather still be wondering, just postulating about things. Not even postulating. That sounds too legit. Like, just oh yeah, this is the way things are. I wonder what's up there in that big old sky. Okay, the Wright brothers uh, and others get us up there, and friggin' we we get planes. We're flying planes around. I could be in Florida in two hours. In Disney World, you know, riding crazy rides and, you know, booking my flight online and mass producing food for tens of thousands of people a day. I can do this all on my phone. You know, like, is this God's design of this cell phone? Is that what he's doing? He's, he's, at the, uh, working for Apple or Google or some shit. I don't get it, man. I, you know, I just... Progress has been made, you know. It's, uh, human beings have... Uh, whether it, it winds us up in the right place or not, I'm not convinced. I'm probably rather live in the 50s or something like that. Need all the things that we have in our modern society. And in fact, I'm reading a book right now, um, Civilized to Death. 
it's a great book, man. It's talking about all the progress we've made and at potentially what uh, price. So it's very, very interesting stuff. And I actually, even though I'm, you might mistake me for giving this guy shit or talking shit about his views, I actually enjoyed talking to him about these things. I enjoy kicking around the big questions of life and I can do it in a way that in such a way that everybody kind of goes away if not satisfied at least you know without hard feelings and um, shit even these damn uh, Jacoby's witnesses as we call them I gotta give them the time of day. I don't know what it is. I wear that shit on my friggin' shoulder like it's a badge of honor being nice to people and stuff. One of these days I'm gonna turn into a real bastard. You just watch. Not in 2020, though. Um, things are good. But, I think we should be able to kick around these ideas, these notions with one another and discuss things and, and try to prove our point or at least hear the other side out it's very crucial and it's very important I think we all take that approach on the doorstep of uh, the new year here having arrived at the new year so let's freaking go out into this let's wonder a little bit about the new year and kick ass and take names every day try to do something that really gets us to the next level I'm going to write some poetry tonight I'm inspired to do that. I'm just going to write, you know, a small poem, maybe about my dog, maybe about whatever. You know, I took a hike today, as stated, and got some cool pictures about it. Maybe I'll use the poem to describe some of these things out there that I spied. All right, I'm going to head in for the night now. Have some freaking soup. Love my family. Get up. Get a good night's sleep. Head on into the office tomorrow and help some people. Kick some ass. Take some names. Make some money. Prepare. Be good to people. And keep an open mind. You do the same, fuckheads.